0: Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Three famous words. History is rife with powerful speeches that great humans have made. I think of that day, 61 years ago in Washington, D.C., where thousands gathered and heard a speech of hope and possibilities. Martin Luther King Jr.'s words rang across the crowd and around the world. I have a dream. In 1588, Britain was under threat of an invasion by Spain's powerful naval forces. Queen Elizabeth I gave an address to the British army that stirred up courage and bravery among the troops. I myself will take up arms. I myself will be your general, judge, and rewarder of every one of your virtues in the field. At age 43, John F. Kennedy became the youngest president of the United States. At his inauguration in January 1961, he spoke for 14 minutes, but he will be remembered throughout the ages for these famous words. My fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. There is one more famous speech that I want us to celebrate today three words that reached back to thousands of years before they were ever uttered and those three words reverberates way into the future when a final joyful and triumphant celebration will mark the end of time later knowing that everything had now been finished and so that scripture would be fulfilled jesus said i am thirsty a jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. John nineteen twenty-eight 28-30 A young Galilean figure was hanging from a cross just outside Jerusalem. For three years, he marched up and down the dusty roads of Palestine from his hometown in Nazareth in the north, up and down to Jerusalem in the south, followed mainly by a band of 12 young men who devoted their lives to being his followers. The story behind the life of this messianic figure was that he was born to save his people from their sins. That day was the culmination of an ongoing effort by the religious leaders of the nation of Israel, and in collusion with the corrupt Roman rulers, they arrested this man who had no army, who carried no weapons, who spoke no words of riot, but he was feared by the religious leaders because he claimed to be the Son of God who was come to seek and to save that which was lost. He was popular for his teachings and the many miracles he performed, healing the sick, casting out vicious demons from young and old, feeding thousands of people with a mere boy's lunch, comprising five measly loaves of bread and two small fishes. But the authorities wanted to silence him who preached messages of salvation. And so, in a hastily arranged court, that lacked any semblance of justice and order, he was sentenced early that morning to be executed by crucifixion. The event was shameful and bloody. The Roman soldiers carried out the task with absolute brutality while the hungry hungry crowds cheered the demise of this man who they did not want to rule over their children. For six long hours his lacerated body hung on a wooden rugged cross, writhing in anguish and pain. It was obvious that life was ebbing away and in a faint voice he said, I am thirsty. He was a prisoner dying the death of a criminal, so no civilized treatment was offered. Instead, they gave him vinegar. That was enough to provide him with the last ounce of strength. And after the drink, he uttered the most famous words ever spoken in history. It is finished. And with that, he died. But let me tell you how he got there and what is to come. Thousands of years before, shortly after the amazing creation of this world, marked by the climax of the first humans, life was interrupted in the beautiful garden home of this couple. They were visited by a serpent, the serpent, who conned them into believing that if they ate a forbidden fruit, they would not die as God had promised, but they would become as wise as God himself. They fell for his crafty persuasion, and the greatest tragedy was birthed. The pair had suddenly inherited the curse of their deed, a curse that was promised to all their descendants, death, separation from God. There was no hope for the human race and the destiny for every human was an eternity in the fiery caverns of hell. But the God who imposed that punishment loved the fallen peer and their descendants. So in a brilliant move of love and determination to rescue the human race, God sent his son Jesus to earth on a mission. Go save my people from their sins. The day he died was meant to be the end of his life, but with those famous words he brought an end to the tyranny and damnation that Satan had caused to happen to the human race. It is finished meant that the cosmic battle between God and Satan was over and God had won. It is finished was the battle cry of victory. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Colossians 2 and verse 15. It is finished, marked the end of death for humans and the beginning of an era of redemption and new life. Humans were now able to receive eternal life by simply confessing that the crucified Jesus is Lord and believe in their heart that God raised him from the dead. Romans 10 and verse 9. It is finished was the beginning of a new life for the human race, a life that is given to anyone who believed. It is finished continues to reach across the corridors of history and will be ringing until the dawn of a day of triumph and a celebration that earth has never seen. The crucified Jesus will make a triumphant return to earth to gather all his redeemed people dead and alive and take them back with him to heaven to experience the greatest promise. And if I go, I will return again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. John 14, 1-5 The devil who was defeated at Calvary who heard those words, it is finished, from the mouth of the Messiah, will face his final doom. He and all his hosts of demons and all the humans who rejected the offer of salvation that was offered by the Messiah who said, it is finished, they will all be cast into the lake of fire for an unending eternity. It is finished. Christians celebrate that great speech, and those who are not yet Christians are duly advised to accept the man who said those famous words. He is still in the business of offering freedom and salvation to everyone who comes to him. John 8, verse 36. If you accept him, you will be forever free. It is finished, is your invitation to a brand new life.